The Red Room Theater, Episode 95, Pulp Fiction, The Gold Watch. Welcome to the Red Room Theater, where we watch movies, we love movies, we were raised by movies. We are hosting Ernesto Alaniz. And Antonio Marino. And every month, we look at one of the movies that helped raise us up. month, yes, it would be month. We would talk about how it raised us <laughs> right and raised us wrong. It's supposed to be every two weeks. <laughs> Today, we talk about chapter two of Pulp Fiction, entitled The Gold Watch. And it taught us an unhealthy way to express our anger, and that sometimes even our enemies must be saved. So we're in part two of Pulp Fiction, uh, an incredible film. Um, now, sorry, sorry, I took us. We want to get uh, Thanksgiving happened. What are you going to yeah, do? What are you going to do? We're going to um, eat some more. <laughs> 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 we're here with our uh, uh, glass bottle cokes and hands. Sorry. Let's go ahead and toast these. Ooh, that's nice. Um, the, the, the chapter two is. It's hard to know if it's what favorite chapter this this is. I know that Vincent Vega the being even so good. It's still my least favorite of the three chapters. Vincent Vega, the first chapter is oh, my for least sure, favorite, for sure. even though it's really good. Well, I'm thinking the Bonnie situation is my favorite. I think so. This is definitely interesting. <laughs> this is <laughs> gold watch, bro. Dude. I mean, the Christopher Walken cameo is okay, like, Okay, we'll, we'll get to that. No. The plot of this is very simple. Butch, we met in, in the Vincent Vega's chapter. Mm-hmm. Butch is a boxer who is a good boxer, but like Marcellus Wallace said, you, your skill goes away. So he's throwing a fight. He's throwing a, f- a fight in the prime of his strength. Can you imagine being asked to do that, throw a fight, to no. lose on purpose? Dude, remember Raging Bull? He, oh, my god. That's gosh. one of the toughest scenes I've ever seen. His own crew, his own corner's crying. I it's mean, crazy. It's, it was brutal. What's he saying? He's just crying. He's just crying. Oh, he's crying, dude. That was horrible. I'm sorry. Dude, it's... That it's, was horrible, dude. <laughs> he would smack the guy. He fall down. <laughs> the guy was such a wuss, dude. Um, dude, all I know is you can tell by the conversation he's having with Marcellus Wallace when he's telling him to to throw it. Now, remember what he says? You might. Mm. Yep. And boys is like, apparently so. <laughs> you're like, dang. Like, I want to hear you say but it. The thing is, yeah, I want to hear you say it. In the second, no, he's like in the second or third. I think it's second. Second round. Your ass goes down. Yep. But the thing is, there's tons of money to be made because he's throwing it. Yes. Because even though he's in the twilight, he's probably favored to win this fight. Yes. Which is why it's the betting odds. He's he's obviously the favorite. So he's got to throw this fight. And so the plot of this part is that he's gonna he's gonna He's been asked by Marcel Wells to cheat to throw this fight, but he's like, you know what? I'm going to double cross this guy and make some bank. Yep. But here's the thing. Word got out. That the fix was in. That the fix was in. So everybody's betting. Against Butch. Yes. And Butch bets on himself. He It's a it's a good plan, but a dangerous plan. Marcellus Wallace. He's gangsters. You're, talking with, you're dealing with gangsters. And that's the plot, is he's got to try to get out of town before these gangsters find him and murder him. Murder him. So what is it, his manager or something that's with him? Not his manager, he's caught by Marcellus, the manager. They they got the manager. They probably tortured him. 
take a blowtorch to him. Remember? No, he said take a take the six the dog, six the dogs on him. Yeah, we'll know what he know. You know, we'll know for dang sure what he does and doesn't know. <laughs> if he's in Indochina, wanna wait in a bowl of rice for him. <laughs> yeah. Put a cap in his eight. Yeah. <laughs> he's a real gangster. His voice is so great. Oh, it's it's great. He's got a great voice, dude. <laughs> he's a he's a really good actor. And wait for the wolf who will come directly. Thanks, shit. That's all you had to say. <laughs> now, the cast of this part is a smaller cast. Yeah. It's a, it's a smaller chapter. You have Bruce Willis as Butch Coolidge, one of my favorite roles he's ever done. Oh, you. You, one day you're going to get there. I want it. Your goal, your fitness goal. In life. Is to be Butch. It's, you don't want a shredded body. Mm-mm. You just want to look good with a white t-shirt, jeans, and a leather jacket wide open. That's, that's, that's what it. you want. A brown... That look, to me, is is what a man he looks like. And um, the way he gets on the bike, the way he starts that bike, he oh. just looks like a man. It's... It's crazy how that, in my mind, has been burned as like the Greco-Roman ideal of manhood. Yep. Now, walk-in place Captain Coons in this. And maybe it's hard because Walken has had in his career some incredible monologues. Mm-hmm. There's the true romance monologue. But, but yeah, but he's it's him and Hopper. It's him and Hopper. Yeah, but it's like, and but this is just him. He carries. You're right. You're right. That's a dialogue. That's, you're right. That's yeah. a dialogue. This, this monologue. Is his castaway monologue. Because <laughs> it's just him. Child childhood Butch doesn't talk. No, he just so Coons literally has a five minute. The st- I mean, the, the way he tells this story is unbelievable. It's so natural. Mm-hmm. It's it's uh, feels old. It feels like he's a man after the Korean roar. The and and Butch, you see, he's looking there. You don't think he? You know, his, his dad dies in battle. No, dies in the POW camp. Yeah, yeah, he dies at the camp. And you know, Butch doesn't get it, but you realize that he he understands yeah. the importance, the gravity. And at what point Butch does say that's that, his birthright. Is this why? It's your birthright. He, he tells him, and it's not even like a Rolex. It's just a little busted up watch. And he knows the whole story because the dad told him the story mm-hmm. in the POW. He told him, "When men go through, what we go through. We take certain abilities of one another." He goes, "If I've been the one that died, you're not be talking about my son right now." Like that's powerful. Yes. And not being in the military, I don't understand that level of like camaraderie, brotherhood, man. Yeah. Like like they were in the trenches together. They were captured by the enemy and kept in chicken. A prison camp for how many? Twelve years? It's something crazy. That is a that story's crazy. Now I don't mean to start off nasty, but I I just want to say this. You wouldn't put that watch on. I don't know if I'd put that up my my butt. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, they'd have it. I know. Dude, I, I can't believe <laughs> the racism, dude. He, he's like, I mean, he was going to be doing if some, some greasy. Yeah. With his hands. I'm like, oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> Just, the, the, the subtle racism towards Asians was unbelievable. It was not subtle at all. But he was in a POW he camp. He was in a POW camp being tortured by them for 12 years. Dude, I know some guys out of Vietnam. and I, 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 Some guys in the church, and they told me, Pastor, I know God wants me to love people, but it was it's hard. I was taught to hate them in boot camp. You want to talk about crazy? As I went to a good friend of mine when we were in middle school, we went to his grandpa's up north for a weekend. Oh my gosh. And his grandpa's a veteran, Vietnam veteran. 
old old school like bad mother scratcher. And I thought he was talking trash, but his dad has a Vietnamese skull on his coffee table for an ashtray. Real from the war. No. I seen it. A human yes. skull. Yes. How to get it out of there? Backpack? <laughs> Bag? Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's real. It was on like his mom showed me. <laughs> I'm just like, wow. This is uh I'll be sleeping in the fifth wheel outside. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. So watching this movie, uh which is So when you're in war, it's different because that's I guess it, like I uh, I don't want to go too far on this, but like I had a prostate exam once. <laughs> and the dude Don't make me go too far in this. <laughs> I'm just saying to have something up there all the time would be it seems like it's difficult lucking around. But I guess if you want to get used to it. <laughs> okay. Listen, she got small fingers. <laughs> and I said two. Better make it three. <laughs> We're gonna go ahead. Your brother's a freak, fool. <laughs> We're gonna go ahead and move on. Okay. <sighs> so his dad keeps his watch up his butt. For I'm years, around the corner. <laughs> <laughs> that was the biggest slam in the world in eighth grade. Dude, what? To this day, I still feel that one, dude. I, I've, I haven't said that in years. <laughs> it but was a bird. When I was from in hell, junior high, high school, that was what you said, dude. That's what you said to someone. You want to put this up your button around the corner? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> but um, <laughs> that's like today. I gotta tell the story. So we're at church today. <laughs> we're packing stuff up, and Ernesto got some of the young kids. To uh, help him, they were going to move somebody, and the move uh, because the kids they they let their ride leave, they stayed to help at the church, and they were going to go with Ernesto to help move this lady. Out of the kindness of their own heart, the move got canceled. So because the kids were so willing to help and use their muscles and their strength to go help this lady in need, Ernesto said, "You know what? The move's not happening. As soon as we get done here, I'm taking you guys all to lunch." So we're all standing around, and this is when you know you go to a Flint church. And so I'm like, so what are you gonna where are you gonna take him for lunch? And Ernesto goes, fellas, we go to Popeyes. And everybody's like, oh! <laughs> it was so funny. Everyone was like oh, hands over their mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. But the father dies. So then seeking walking, Captain Coon takes it, puts it up his butt. For like 12 years, and he gets out with it, he keeps watching, and he brings it back to his son. that watch the booty scratcher, dude. Shoot. Later on, Butch says, when he meets Esmerella Villalobos in the taxi, he says, you know, she's like, what does your name mean? Like, my, I mean, my name is Amer- we're Americans. Our name don't mean S. Mm-hmm. Our don't mean, name don't mean crap. What's crazy is, even though their names don't mean crap, he has something in his life that's a four-generation keepsake. We got nothing like that, Tony. There's no, there's no object or sacred relic that's been passed down from, like, Walita to Grandma to Mom to us. Well, if it was, it wouldn't have came to us because it would have been the women. We didn't have any... It was no... It was, it was, there, yeah, there ain't no men sticking around that long. <laughs> I'm just saying... I got named after one. Oh, he was cool. Great-grandpa was cool. Yeah, Antonio didn't leave. Walito didn't leave, man. He was there... He did. He did uh, almost bust our grandpa's grill, though. <laughs> <laughs> he nice, des- he deserved it, though. Hey, you ain't lying, dude. But um, <laughs> that so you don't think he- Th- this watch might not mean anything at a pawn shop, but to Butch, it's his whole life. 
his dad died to get it to. I can't imagine your 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 dad's story. It culminates in this single object. And all that craziness he was going through, he had his son in mind the whole time. So even though Butch is there alone by himself, watching this TV, is what his dad being raised died alone. Yep. yep, straight up, and he has it. So you don't realize when we were young, we watched this movie. Because we didn't, we, I mean, if you follow the podcast, you know, we met our dad when we were 30. Right. So we don't understand. Butch had a dad who was in his life who was gone because he went to go fight. And this is, this is the reason that, like, this going to Butch is everything his father wanted. All the stuff his dad went through was for Butch. So he gets his gold watch. So Walken does this. It's, it's a great it's role. It's amazing. He's given top billing, even though it's only this one scene. Mm-hmm. He's given a full credit, which is pretty awesome. Travolta is in this scene, in this section very short. Vincent Vega is. Ving Reams is in this section. Yeah, he is. He, he's the most in this. You get to know him the most in this section. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in the biblical sense of no. And oh, <laughs> um, this is where we learned what a gimp was. <laughs> it, it, it's actually very true. Um, we have Angela Angela Jones as Esmeralda Villalobos, and we have Maria de Medeiros. She was great as that cab driver. As Fabian. Fa- fa- Fabian. <laughs> oh, don't do that. Don't talk like that. <laughs> she gets pissed, dude. Um, they, these two, two, two women are big roles in this. Not much movies they've done besides this. Now, before we move on to the movie, we're going to do a greatness test every single section of this movie. And for today, we're doing a greatness test on the one and only Christopher Walken. Oh, my gosh. We've been watching him done, for, for years. I've loved him. One of, the, one of my favorite videos of all time is when, fat he, boy Slim. when he does that Fat Boy Slim dance yeah. in that suit. It is a great video. It's, it's amazing. It starts off with him just staring it's off just the distance. just him dancing. The and whole video. All, 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 out of nowhere, he just starts flying. It's like, this is amazing. <laughs> it's great video, dude. Um, so Walken, he's had a long story career, has had great films. Uh, he's up crazy films like, um, what is that? Uh, Balls of Fury. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> the pink uh, ball How about The Jungle Book? He was incredible in that. Wow! Was his King Louis so he was great? In, he was scary. And his man. song was so good, dude. It was great. Um, I listened to him singing that. His voice is so fun. Dude, him and Murray both killed in Jungle Book. Dude, Murray was unbelievable in that movie. As Baloo, dude. Christopher Walken as King Louis in Jungle Book, the live action. You know what? Jungle Book live action is the best of the live actions. Oh, d- without a doubt. They beat Cinderella, Lion King, Aladdin. Jungle Book as a cartoon... It was a bad movie. It's just a bad movie. Like it's, un- it's almost unwatchable because it's just a series of like v- music videos strung together. There's no bad guy the first 45 minutes and you meet Shere Khan at the very end. Jungle Book, the movie, actually, as a plot, it develops. There's conflict the whole time. It- it's great. I can't even believe how many good walk-in okay, movies so there are. We're going to say right away, Pulp Fiction is one of the greats. This one is already a plus one. What do you got for your plus two, Nesto? What do you got, what do you got t- Tony? I'm not Nesto. You're <laughs> what Nesto. Do you, what do you got, Tony, man? My favorite movie that he's in is uh, Man on Fire. Oh, my Because that's gosh. my favorite Denzel movie. Oh, and he my is gosh. amazing in that movie. Is he his handler or his friend? He's, the one, he's his 
I think both, but he's the one that gets him the gig. Right, with the little girl. Yes. And and the their dialogue in that movie is unbelievable. I haven't seen that in like five years. What? I need I need another watch of that movie. I remember watching that. That like, movie will live on. Watching it his Bible out and reading it again, dude. Just watching him come back to humanity is beautiful. And when she dude and that the, movie the twist in that movie hurt me so bad. Yeah, it really did. Like I, I thought this is what the movie is, and when it wasn't that anymore, I'm like, oh, what do we do now? Because I didn't have a place in. Because it was a full revenge film. All of a sudden, it stopped. Because it's like, what do you mean? Like, yeah, yeah. It it turns into, I'm getting revenge too. You can have me. That movie is, it is, on so many levels, amazing. What oh. what you call him? Uh, Chrissy Bear. Oh my gosh, oh, dude! Oh. That girl murders me. Act, oh dude. my gosh! What's her name? Dakota? Is that Dakota Fanning? Yes, she. She as a little was girl was a killer. Amazing. She that movie uh, War of the Worlds. She was a great actress. When he hurt her feelings and she gets out of the car and he gets scared and she's just getting in the back seat because she don't want to sit next to him. Dude, she's amazing in that. Oh yeah, War of the Worlds. She was great too. She did. Remember when he got pissed off and he threw the sandwich at the window and it just stuck to the window because it was a butt, it was peanut it was butter. Peanut butter. Side. <laughs> That's a good thing. He's like, it's like, Bink. it's like it ranks up there with on Breakfast Club when she throws that baloney and it sticks to the statue. <laughs> um, so, what's your third? I can't believe, man, that's such a good one, Tony. That's such a good one. Man on fire. Oh my goodness. That's a great one, Tony. Ooh. That's got that. That's in my top five of all time. I probably want to say true romance, but I feel bad because it's two Tarantino projects. You know what I'm saying? But the only one I, although when I have, you've never seen. Oh, catch me if you can. Catch me if you can. It's probably one of Christopher Walken's most tragic characters. Really? Like he is. He's the dad and a cop, right? He's he's a dad and a, he's a business owner. He's a oh, dad, okay. and Yo. he plays it. You got to watch it because it, it's a very impressive it's a great performance. Movie, it? It's it's Leo, Leo Hanks, Hanks? Walken. I mean, the, the, the cast is unbelievable, and Walken. It's hard to explain the man he plays. It's a man I've never, I, I've not, I've very, very rarely seen portrayed on screen. It's a man who desperately wants to be respected by his son, but knows he's not worth the respect. Dang. It's a really good, like, and it's this, because he's trying to almost fake that he still has that, but he doesn't, and he knows it, and you see him realizing it over time that he doesn't have that, that he's not a great man. But he's trying to hold on that I was a great man at one time, and it's, it's just seeing him and the son feeling the need to be that for his father. Oh it's, my gosh! It's, it, it, it's heavy. Can dude. I handle this movie, dude? There are there's a, there's a sequence. There's a sequence that I'll, where he's got to pick his mom and dad, mom or dad. It's brutal. <gasps> In a divorce, it's it's the movie's so good, Tony. Okay, you know you want to know my honorable mention? That's what do you got? Since I've never seen Catch Me If You Can. What do you got? Suicide Kings. When he realizes his finger's gone, hey, the way his face changes, the way his hair goes everywhere, and he because he, he's he realizes now, you're you guys just messed up now. 
10 minutes ago, I was just a retired gangster. I'm back now. His face, he is, he's that guy. He's, he's a gangster again. Whoa. He's not an old man in a no. restaurant. He's not just, a, he is a <laughs> killer. Oh my God. I love how the nerdy dude's like, here's, here's a bowl full of ice, you know, for your finger. Just take the hospital. I, I just want you to know that I did that. And he looks at him, he's like, you're the man. <laughs> and he's like, he's like so excited. <laughs> Isn't it? It's the, it's the guy from Big Bang Theory. Yes, it is. <laughs> Tony, that's a great honorable mention. Dude, Dennis Leary helps make that movie great. Dennis Leary, that might be as best was ever done. Oh, Dennis Leary. And he got fist boots. <laughs> <laughs> he gets so fist. That, when he wraps the cord around his hand. We told that story on this podcast about how uh, he, he goes into that whole story about his dad. And that guy's just like, you done? He's like, yeah, I guess I am. We'll send that B back in here because I ain't done with her yet. And he's just like, you didn't want to hear what I had to say? Now I'll do it the other way. <laughs> she, didn't even, she didn't even bat an eye, though. Oh, it's... And we're not even going to say Deer Hunter. We're not going to say... I mean, oh, there's, I mean, my too gosh. Many. Dude, Deer Hunter, let's, it's over. Catch me if you can. Because Deer Hunter was made... Oh, my. The, the last scene of Deer Hunter. And him as an actor. Wildest. He... He his performance is more in my mind than De Niro's. Yeah, yeah, is. yeah it is. His performance is so. Because in- you watch him lose himself, He's, and he can't come back. No. It's too. He can't come back. That is insane. The way that, that movie, movie ends. was made in like 1971, and we watched it 20 years later. No, it was like 79. Oh, 79. It, it's after Vietnam. I mean, it's Vietnam, Vietnam was long though, man. They were in there for a, like 30 years, dude. But I mean, but 20 it's, it's, years. It's within 10 years of Vietnam actually okay. happening. Like it, it, it's that movie, and you want to talk about actors? Holy wow, rap! Who's the woman? It's uh, what is her name, right? I can't remember who the woman um, is. The blonde, the one from Duffy Comes Her. Is, is it Meryl it? Streep? Is Meryl Streep in that? It is Meryl Streep, young Meryl Streep, dude. Dude, it's just uh, listen. Deer Hunter is a American classic. That is a, I mean, you want to talk about nerves watching that movie? <laughs> And people don't even know it anymore. But you know what? I we watch it, we talk about it, we quote it, yeah. and my kids will watch it someday. Deer Hunter's the one, Tony. Deer Hunter's I'll the one. Be like, Mow! <laughs> Pulp Fiction, Deer Hunter, Man on Fire, three great films, easy. That dude's got with movies to spare. We the have, most we have Spielberg as backup. That's crazy. That's crazy. We had Suicide Kings as backup. I know. Walking, you're great. You're so great. If you've never seen, we're to put it on our Facebook page. If you've never seen the Fat Boy Slim video, we'll put, put, it, it, that's put it on. Walking, yeah, yeah, yeah. being pure, beautiful walking. Dude, you go book it. Dude, he's got. He's, he's going around the track again for greatness. Jungle Book is fantastic. Him and Murray are like, whoa. Who plays uh, Mowgli? It's um, Black Superman from um, <laughs> Sean and Hobbs or whatever it's called. The Fast and Furious movie that just came out. He's the bag. He plays um, in Thor. He's the um, guy with the big sword that sees everything. Going to be James Bond. I just I forgot his name. Not, I'm talking about Mowgli. Oh, the kid! I'm talking about the, the Puma. Sorry. No, I'm not talking about the finest black man I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> no, I don't know who plays Mowgli, dude. Khan, fool. Okay, sorry. Right. <laughs> Khan. 
Yeah. You, did you hear Jamie Foxx talking about that guy? No. That guy, that guy wanted to be, um, I think he wanted the role. Of what? Of uh, the Tarantino Black Cow, Django. Django? You want a Django? I think he wanted Django. Wow, he would have been awesome. What? Okay. Idris Elba. Idris yeah. Elba. Imagine how good Will Smith would have been, though. What did he do instead? MIB3. Boo. Okay. Now, walking you the great. Let's get into some of the hockey points of this film. Right. Okay. Tarantino loves him some barefoot girls, dude. That dude's got a foot fetish. He, he loves more, feet. Even more than me, dude. Sure. He he has Uma's bare feet, and he has a te- he gives us a random shot of the taxi driver driving barefoot. And there was nice toes. She had them all painted up, <laughs> looking good, hitting the gas pedal. But he loves those feet, dude. Loves them. Loves them. Don't em. even watch Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. That dude's foot central dude, in that movie. I was at a wedding, and I tried to make this. I was trying to make a dumb joke, because... um. I was saying how uh, I was kind of trashing Liberty College, Liberty, Liberty University. Well, I mean, that's got to be your rivalry college. No, I don't know. It's I was, a big so, Bible college. But uh, the, they, the president loves him some Trump. So I'm saying, man, the president, he loves him some Trump. He's like, what do you mean he loves him? Like, make out with him? I'm like, make out with him. Let's get on those toes. And someone came in and like, we're talking about some toes in here over here? And someone like, was like, toes where? And I'm like, it's, it's a joke, dude. Like, this guy got all excited. Whoa, <laughs> I'm like, no, 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 just, just, just. Back off, Tarantino. Just making a joke, dude. Dang, Gina. It's like on them toes. He's like, what? <laughs> Word? <laughs> <laughs> you do that too? <laughs> well, I thought I was only a cochino up in this joint. <laughs> but, um, um, so, there's a scene. I was watching it. That scene where it's not Bruce, probably a stunt double, when he jumps out of that window into the stinking dumpster, and you just watch the whole thing. There's no cut in the camera. He just jumps. You don't think that was Bruce? I don't think they, they put him in danger. Yeah, he can hurt himself doing that. That's a that's a good. Got to be three feet, right? Or three stories. I'll say three feet, man. That's thirty feet. That's thirty feet yeah. in that dumpster. Even if you put soft that's crap, like Quentin Tarantino's that's a scary uh, dream, dude. Thirty feet. <laughs> <laughs> but he, the guy, jumps. It's a great. Yeah, that's crazy, that's a, dude. I don't know how they filmed that. It's actually that. comical. It's like doom. <laughs> he just lands in the dumpster. And then it, so what happens is um, he's supposed to fall in the second. He comes out swinging in the first round, kills the other boxer. Kills the guy, dude. You hear that on the, on the radio? Yeah. She's li- the cab the ta- driver's listening to it. First of all, I want to say something. These chapters, I love the prologues. Because the prologue to Vitz Vega and Barcelos Wallace's wife is Sam Jackson and him going to the to hit Big Brain on Brad. You know, that's what they're going. Mm-hmm. Prologue for this is the gold is is, is Walkie's monologue that says the black thing. The gold watch, the black mm-hmm. placard, and the the prologue for the next chapter is the beginning of the movie. Yes, it's it's brilliantly it's, structured. It's amazing. But you see backstage, Vita Vega walks with the with the bartender. He's not with Jackson no more because Jackson is out. Jackson's already left. Yep. So v- Vega comes and he. That's right. Marcel backstage. They had the marching it, orders. That's right. Marcel's like, you go get this guy. I didn't think about that because Samuel at this point has quit. He's quit the life. Yep. We'll get to that in the next chapter. Wow. It was the guy from the bar. Behind the yes. bar. He who, gets his who big break. always rhymes his sentences. Yep. Um, the guy always... T- <laughs> He's actually pretty cool. He's really cool. I, I love his hair, dude. Um, but uh, Steakin, I'm going to my... my turn my soul. 
I love after the fight, he gets Bruce gets in the taxi. He's so sweaty because when you fight, oh my gosh, he's still he's still winded from the fight, right? Like he had to get out of there so fast. He fought the guy with right right backstage and jumped out of the stinking window Mm -hmm. because he knew Wallace's crew was coming for him. He has cost Marcellus Wallace a fortune. He took his dirty blood money and then double crossed him. I mean, you got to figure the fix. It's out. The fix is in. How many other people lost money? How many people Dude, are people. I mean, Dude, that's that's dangerous. So they got to get out of the country. Yes, they do. But they made sure that they were going to get enough money to be to gone forever. Do that. Yep. So they never come back. What's crazy is when Bruce is sleeping. There's that war movie on. It's the Great Escape playing, which they reference again in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Remember, DiCaprio is actually in the movie. Yes, because it's like. I heard you were up for that movie, and he thinks about himself in the movie. Yep. Instead, of, I don't know how they filmed that one. That was because they was took out Steve McQueen and put DiCaprio in. Yeah, it it, def- it looks flawless. It really does. But um, must love that movie. Um, so let's see here. Now let's we're getting to this one. Here we go, Fabian. I don't like this relationship at all, dude. I don't either. I don't like her. I don't like the way that Bruce is with her. And I've seen guys with their girls like this. It's almost like he's her dad. I don't like that, dude. He he babies her. Mm-hmm. He talks baby language. And I've seen guys do that on the phone. It's like, hey, baby. Me, 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 Listen, I'm now all listen. about sweet talk. You put me with a puppy, that's one thing. <laughs> or a baby. Or a baby. <laughs> You put my wo- that's not sexy. I'm a woman. Beep, 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 beep. Some guys do it, dude. Oh, yeah, they do. <laughs> but there's. And I'll tell you what, you do that at a table with my homies, and oh, you're on the my. phone. When the phone hangs up, you're looking at a bunch of quiet dudes staring at you. And we're going to destroy what? you. What? Dude, I know guys that are like this, though. I know girls that love this. Shut your mouth. Not. From me, from me, I'm just saying I know I've watched it. The way he has to walk on eggshells because she's so fragile, I don't like that. Like, literally at the end of the movie, he he pulls up, he is bloody, he has been through hell and back. They gotta get out of there. They gotta they gotta train to catch, they have no time. He's like, babe, get on the bike, we gotta go. And what does she do? She starts <laughs> crying. And he's like, got the bike. He's got to like calm get it her down. Back, yeah. He's like, babe, babe, it's okay. I'm sorry. How were you your pancakes? Did you get your blueberry pancakes? No, they didn't have blueberries. I had to get buttermilk. Well, what is all this blood? <laughs> oh my gosh, dude, he's got to just try to like coerce First and cajole. His life's on the line here. They're gonna get killed, for and she's she know, crying. For all she knows, they're on the way. But she's she's just like, I can't hand. I couldn't imagine. Having to just stop and pump the brakes because she can't handle a little bit of stress. I couldn't do it, dude. <laughs> you're like, dude, you're shaking his head like crazy, dude. I'm shaking my head because I'm single. <laughs> <laughs> I obviously can't handle nothing. <laughs> but I'm just saying, um, oh, dude. Our boy Sean Murray. We were we were in the car talking about this very thing, just about what we don't like, and he's just like, oh, "You're worse than me, bro." <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I watch this now, and it's not—it's not attractive. No. It's not sweet. Mm-hmm. I'm like this girl. 
is high maintenance. Yeah, you got to take care of her. You got to save her. I mean, it's like, I need a partner in crime. Yes. Tony, high five that. I used to always say, I used to the thing I used to say in college all the time. I would say, yeah, I don't, I don't want no girl. I'm like, I'm Superman, saving the world. I can't come home with my cape up from no Lois Lane. And then one day I was talking to that trash. I was at this tree farm with an audience. I was doing my whole speech. I did my whole, like, I, this whole thing that I worked out. I would say it, you know, Superman speech. I, didn't want to, I wanted to be single. And then Angie just goes, well, don't marry Lois Lane then. Find a Wonder Woman. Dang, dude. <laughs> and I was like, I never even considered that. Like, I'm like, oh, yeah. Holy cow. That's some, that's some she's wisdom ba- right She's there. bad, dude. She she's is, bad, dude. dude. <laughs> she got me. I was like, well, let me look at you. What's going on over here? <laughs> well, I you must be deep. on my whitey tighties. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, I did... I watched it again, and That's I like dollars right there, bro. Dude, she she, she blew. I, I give that speech probably 15, 20 times. In room trying four, to look like the man, dude. I'm Superman. I ain't hanging my cape up, man. Dude, and she, she put me in my place, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Um, I have seen bad women like just tear their guy down, and he's loving it. And I'm just like, that's. I like that. Like, like I don't need no. I don't need a, a piece of China. I need somebody. To, I mean, you don't have to baby and worry about breaking. You know, like I need somebody that's a woman that's tough. That's my partner. That's like that's a team. It's not. He's he's like it's like he's his, she's his only daughter or something. It, it's it is weird. It's a weird relationship, and I don't like it. And I, it doesn't fit him. It, I, I don't. I don't know. I. I because he's like a, I don't know, maybe it's because he's a tough guy, he's a manly man, and she's this, you know, really fragile thing. I don't French, like French, she's really soft. Frange. I mean, I want to pot. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh. Real cute. Like, she's cute. Yeah, she's Almost cute. no knowledge of the real world. It's a yeah, weird yeah, thing. Yeah. It's a weird thing. And I just don't, I, I love him, but if I was his boy, I wouldn't like his girl. If I was his boy, it I'd happens. Go, it, it, it really does happen. Yes, it does. So getting away from, we'll, we'll leave this because probably getting people mad at us we're, right we're now. We're about to uh, keep me single even longer. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm just saying, you're right. Angie is is my partner in crime, dude. Like she, like, and I already know Joy's listening to this, and she's gonna be like, "But Tony, you always pick him. You've picked some Fabians, man. I'm t- I have, dude." Come on, baby. I didn't mean that. You picked some high-maintenance princesses. What? And I'm from the gutter, Holmes. Dude, I, I think in Girls Out on Dates <laughs> in Chicago, I used to I used to all, these, all these tests to test for high-maintenance. One of my tests was going to this hole-in-the-wall, janky-jank restaurant, and if the girls complained about it being too dirty or too gross, it was no more no second date. Like That was a way for me to see if she could hang. Another one of my tests was walking through Cabrini Green. You're an idiot. And I would say, take my arm. Okay. And if you trust me enough to know, I'll protect you. Exactly. Okay, I'll give you that. I'll now, I'm still you. stupid. You're an idiot. <laughs> but if she took my arm and just played it cool and just like trusted me in that moment, but if she was like, why? What's going on? If she, that was like, okay, she, this girl can't, she, she can't roll with it. 
Okay, first of all, I ain't going to Cabrini Green. <laughs> Are you crazy? I'm Candyman. Hey, you're looking for Candyman, bitch. <laughs> so, you're so stupid, dude. Oh, man. I haven't seen that movie in a minute. It's on Netflix. I it is just as scary today as it was 20 years ago. How can I, it be possible? I was a what? kid. It was so scary. It is. Because it's now that you're a grown up, you realize how twisted and sick it really is. Ooh. And when you meet Candyman in the movie, you hear his voice for the first time. It is one of the most disturbing things because when she hears it, she's totally paralyzed. It is scary, man. Okay. Only reason we say that is because that movie takes place in Cabrini Green. Yes, it does. So you're, people don't people have these connections. We're just, no, we're just, we're just riffing. Man. Okay, so. You talking about Willy Wonka? <laughs> I love when he, Rez's gold watch doesn't have it. Rez is gone. He's got to go back to get it. Well, we do that. Her job was, while he was fighting, she was packing up all the stuff. Getting ready to run. Yep. And, they, and they bring it to the hotel. But they couldn't take too much because they have to, they're on the move. They're mobile. So she had to take the, the, just the important things. Which he could care less about the clothes, or anything. All he wanted was the watch. And he she told her where it, it was. Yeah. Now, the nightstand next to the bed. On the kangaroo. Oh. On the little kangaroo. On the little kangaroo? Yes, I got it. Now, he, he go back to the when apartment. When he starts thinking it's not there. Okay, we'll get to that. We'll get to yeah. that. Okay. Now, when he goes back to the apartment, he plays it so smart. He drives a few blocks away from the apartment. I never noticed this. And he walks through some yep. back, like yep. Jumps empty properties. Fence. Goes He's through going, some yep. immigrant communities. He's got to sneak up to his own property mm -hmm. to see: is there people there? Is it surrounded? Do I see any Marcellus Wallace's crew? He is being because he knows he's in a lot of danger. Yes, he's in just being outside. Right, is so dangerous. And going home, you're crazy. And here's the thing: she is like totally oblivious to all of this. That's another thing that pissed me off. I'm like, do you have any idea what he is in the kind of danger he's in? And you're in it with him. And he would go back to that house for nothing except this watch. And his he father told her this. I know. We'll get to, that. We'll get to this. Okay. I love We're that. assholes. That long shot of him walking, like just it follows him. You can hear like Mexican music in one no. of his, like, and he's just walking through because he's got it and he's sneaking. I love the sound of the key going into the door. He's so slow. Just the, to hear the ridges go through. I love it. That's you, you see, he's I just love it. and he's, he listens at the door before he goes in. He's being so smart. Yes, he's stealth, dude. He turns it and he goes in. He's walking so quietly, mm -hmm. and then he's like, "Oh, there's no one here. here." So he gets comfortable, gets his watch, yep. puts it on. Put, yep, puts the watch right on. It's first, it's first time we ever seen it. First time we ever saw the watch. So here's the thing: when Christopher Walken gives it to him, it's just. There's no, no band. No band. It's just a watch because they had to go up his ass. <laughs> so now he's got it on one of them stretchy bands. He yes. puts it right on. I haven't seen one of those bands in years. I'm not telling you, man. That's because you watch. You wear the good watches, dude. I do. I've seen you with Jordan tonight looking at watches. Dude, listen. My nice watch I currently have is broken. I got to mail it back to the company to fix it. Stinking Shinola let me down, dude. Shinola, okay. you done done me wrong. How much does a Shinola cost? $500 minimum. <laughs> so we gave it to me as a gift, dude. What? When we started Flint City Church, someone gave it to me as a gift as a church planner. Oh, I need to start doing something with my life. <laughs> <laughs> this guy said only, he goes, only watch I ever had. I was like, she is an indigo fool. <laughs> he glows in the dark. I'll take this 100 meters underwater, boy. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, 
He goes in there, and I love. He just goes to his. It's his house. Yeah. He just goes. Yeah, he's home. Goes to the cupboard. Get some pop tarts. Ghetto pop tarts. There ain't even no frosty in that mug. No frosting on the mugs. You ain't even make no frosting pop tarts anymore. Yeah, they do. You can get them. No way. You get it with no frosting and strawberry in the middle. Straight up. Yeah. I don't have ever eaten a no frosting pop tart my whole life. (laughs) <laughs> Come on, man. He goes in there, gets his pop to open up, and I don't think he has strawberry. I think he's got the brown kind. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> it's like brown cinnamon sugar kind, right? What? Um, so he puts him in, he, he puts him down, and he just look, he's wiping his hands, and he looks over to the side and stops. And I love the camera work here. Yes, his face. He looks, and he's confused. Mm-hmm. Looks around over his shoulder, like, and we're like, what's going on? What does he see? It finally shows you what he saw. It's a, it's a machine gun. It's a machine gun on the counter chilling. With a silencer on it. So whatever, whoever has that, it's meant to kill somebody. So he picks the thing up and like he's feeling the weight of it. And then he's like wondering why is it here? And, and he, he looks at the bathroom door. And it's closed. And you hear, oh, you hear it flush. You hear the toilet flush. And he turns the closed bathroom door. It's like, he's like, I'm in this house. And there's someone in here with me. Dude, that is a scary, scary what? thing. What? You want to know scary? Coming home late night and thinking you left your door unlocked. Because I'm paranoid. You are paranoid about your door. Like, I, I check it eight times. To make sure it's locked. To make sure it's locked. And I always think, when I pull out, you know how many times I've almost texted you to say, hey, swing by and just make sure. You've done it before. You've yeah. told me to go to your house, make sure the door's locked. I have. And check the oven. And check the oven. He's actually home, and there's somebody in there. That feeling's got to be the worst feeling. I can't imagine. But he's got the gun. He's got the jump on the guy. Yeah, and he just turns and points it at the door. And just waits, and out walks Vincent Vega, Travolta. Who was sitting on the toilet reading a book. And Vincent Vega had given Bruce hell. Oh, they had the words. G- Dude, he came at him hard. You got a problem, friend? I ain't your friend, Punchy. Calls him Palooka. I ain't your friend Palooka. Palooka. That's right. That's what it was. Didn't he say something about Punchy? He, go, he goes, he goes, um, oh, you heard me fine, Punchy. He's like, what'd you say? He goes, you'll be fine, Punchy. Like, that's right. Dude, he, he, dude, he is chatting. And Marcellus, was the reason. They're, they're eyeing each other. They're ready to fight. Yes. Which, but what we know, he would have killed Travolta. With his hands, he'd kill him. He's a prize fighter, dude. I, why does Travolta just diss him so bad? I don't know. Because he knows know. he's doing the fight, or why? I don't know. I don't he, know what the deal is. They don't him, like each other. Giving him calls him Palooka and calls him Punchy. Now what's it, Palooka? Palooka's just like a, a Polish way of saying an idiot. Oh, okay. Then he calls him Punchy because he's a you know, boxer. Yeah, oh, dude. Man, and, and Bruce's face is like what? He is. And, and when Travolta Marcellus has got to speak up to break that up. That Vincent Vegas and get over here, whatever it is. And when he leaves, Bruce just turns around, looking at him like, "Who the crap?" Yep. And now he's got him. Oh my! And dude, gosh. it's a great scene because it's so quiet. He's walk out, and he looks up and he sees it, and he stops, and stares at him. And then the toaster pops. That's why he pulls the trigger because it startles him. Because he's so focused on Travolta, the toaster pops, and he just. And it, I mean, it's really quick, but I mean, it puts bullets in him, kills, kills Travolta. And the fi- uh, fi- smoke alarm goes off. I love that. It's great. Because he shoots a gun in an apartment, but it's got a silencer, so it's not loud. But smoke. There's, but in the, the, and the whole time he's leaving and going back to his car, you hear the, in the, in the distance, yes. you hear the smoke alarm going off. 
Everything love, he does. I in love this. that he goes and check, makes sure he's dead. Like that's smart because in the movies he's always like, oh, shut up. But he goes, make sure he's dead. Goes and looks at him. He's dead. Mm-hmm. Vega's gone, dude. And there's a deeper thing to this. Yes, there in is. The next scene, big time. The next deeper. podcast we do, we'll come back to this. Yes. So now he done killed Vincent Vega. He's got his watch. He's got to get the crap out of Dodge. And he's made it. Because, yeah. He's oh, yeah, made yeah. it. He's in the car. Listen to the radio. He's singing a song. He's he's, he's he's had by, he's He made it. He got it. He's on the way to the place, he's yelling. He's going at, back to get Fabian. Way, and this time, he's like, "How are you going to beat him. I love he, the song. He's just jamming. Dude, it's um, <laughs> the Smothers Brothers. It's the Smothers Brothers. Are you serious? What's the song? How does the song go? Counting down yeah. the walls, do 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 do, and he's just like nah, and he's singing on Captain Kangaroo, do 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 do. He's at the light. Nothing to do. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell me, I got nothing to do. <laughs> he's he's standing on the stairwell. He's he's home free. He's clear. He's, he he's beat him. A, yeah, he got him. Beat him. He got him. And he's sitting in his car. He little 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 Honda hatchback. Yep. Man, do I love those Japanese hatchbacks. I, you had one, and it was amazing. That Toyota Tercel was a supercharged engine. The thing had gas. It was dude. You had four, stick you, shift. You only had forty thousand miles on it, and it was a four speed, a little tiny. Was, that thing could go fat, and it was just gas for days. <laughs> My littlest brother. He drunk drove that into a bridge, dude. <laughs> and then he gave the cop lip. Dude, he's thinking he's so ghetto. Dude, I don't know if we tell these stories on him. But Listen, he was so whatever. He was so much as Wallace. With, he was with. he was so gangster. He crashes. The, the crash is so powerful. It breaks the doors open. They fall out of the vehicle. It's him and his other older brother. They literally the guy behind him like, is looking at him. He's like, hey man, you guys okay? He's like, let's take me $20, get me out of here. The guy's like, Bat, jump in. <laughs> so so they go on the side of Flint. To a bar. <laughs> call the police. Like, I just want to stole my car, man. <laughs> Dude, he, Listen, that's, he, that's, he hits the pillar so hard. Him and his brother fall out their doors. <laughs> They're on the ground, and his brother's really hurt. Real hurt. <laughs> and they go, Get up, man. We got to go. Get up, man. <laughs> he, he, the car's in your name. Oh, my. <laughs> plates are in your name. Oh, and it's totaled. Dude, it's unbelievable, man. I got to take the stick in a statute of limitations make sure this doesn't this, this include anybody. Um, but anyways, I love my Toyota ticket hatchback. It I was love sweet. That car. It, it was a great car. Anyways, <laughs> the saddest part is you probably would have had another ten years out of that thing. I'm telling you, that thing was well little built. Four speed, it was a good car, dude. That thing could, and when I'd lose it, I'd get it back with a little stick of stick shift. Oh, so he's in a little car, and then what happens, dude? He's singing, and he slowly stops singing because Marcellus Wallace is walking across the crosswalk with a box of donuts. With a box of donuts. <laughs> now was he going back to Vince Vega? I don't know. know where he was going, or were they in different stations? Different stations, probably. Okay. I think he's just walking, getting donuts somewhere, and he stops. He looks, he looks mother effer, <laughs> and he goes and he for his gun. Floors it, yeah, because he goes for his gun, and he Bruce floors it and, and crushes oh him. Oh my gosh, he sends him over the car, and then he crashes. A car hits him. A car hits him, and he goes through oh, the intersection. Yep, yeah, because he went through the light. Dude, let me say something right now. I've had this happen to me, dude. Oh, you've been hit by two cars. No, no. I've been in the car. And the one person in the world that you couldn't see is in the crosswalk in front of you and stops. Shut Listen. your mouth. The week after I proposed to Angie. We're, you did not. We're in Chicago. 
and we're just hanging out, and it's just a great time. And before Angie, there was a girl, and uh, I cared very deeply for this girl, and she, she had, uh, she had rejected me. So I didn't dump her; she dumped me. Okay. Now this girl, Angie, does not like this girl because it was the girl before. Now it was a long time before, but still, it's there. This girl's not even at the college right now. She's not even at school. So we're in the city of Chicago. The city of Chicago, downtown. Mm. This girl I used to date isn't going to school there anymore. And we're sitting there talking about her. What are the chances? About her, like, should we invite her to the wedding? I don't know. I don't, you know, just talking about it. And we're talking. You her to the wedding? I look forward. And all of a sudden, dude, someone stops in front of us in the crosswalk. And I look, Are you in the Trisel? I'm in. No, I'm in uh, the um, Lumina. Oh yeah, <laughs> the gray Lumina. The gray Lumina. And I look, and it's winter, so she's all bundled up, and it's her. It's she stinking. Her stops and looks into our car, and Angie goes, "Look, who's that?" I'm like, "That's so and so." And she goes, "No, it's not." I'm like, "So, I, I, so the girl standing there, I just, I just nod my head. I'm like, "Hey." And she smiles and waves. And I just nod a little bit. And then she just moves on. And I'm just sitting there like, that didn't just happen. Holy in the crosswalk, crap. stopped in That's front of our crazy. car. It was crazy. Stinking crap, dude. You, dude. So he hits Marcellus Wallace. And I'm in a theater. I'm just watching. I'm like, this is crazy. This is so nuts. And he, dude. You hit you get hit by a car, you're messed up. He's, his car's all jacked. Oh, yeah. he hit his head, dude. His nose all bloody. And the girl's helping him out. That poor girl helping him out, yep. dude. And and Kathy Griffin. Is that her? And she's just like, that guy was totally out of control. I, I'm a witness. I can see. And she, he pulls his gun out. And she's like, oh. And then they all, because there's there's a group of people at Marcellus, and there's a group of people at Bruce Willis. Is that really Kathy that's Griffin? Kathy Griffin, yeah. No way. Yep. yep. She, that's her. She was in it. That's awesome. He pulls a gun out. And he can barely walk. Yeah. And Bruce is sitting there, nose is bleeding, broke his nose. Got like ice on his nose. Uh Someone brought him ice. That poor little lady, they helped him get shot in the hip. He shoots and he hits her. She's like, oh my gosh. ah!" (laughs) So he just starts running. And they're. So now it's a foot chase. But they're just both wrecked. But they're both discombobulated because, I mean, one just crashed. One what got hit by a car, car dude? I've been hit by a car, dude. It stinking hurts. You're, you're well, yeah, messed the up. The first time you got hit, you grabbed onto a telephone pole. That's right. The whole mess of fuck. But they're just limping, and it's it's like the most pathetic foot you've ever yeah, seen in your so life. Now the chase is on, but they're both wounded. But but uh, so has a gun, and Boost doesn't. Yes. Butch has no gun. Bruce Wallace has a gun. And they're just limping through town and Butch, I'm calling Bruce. Bruce finds a little store open, goes in, and waits for the, the trap. He's like, you come here, I'm going to hit him. And there's a guy that's like, can I help you? And, I mean, yeah, he's, he's waiting for him. Ring Rames comes in. Takes him down. Yep. Going to kill him. Going to kill him. Put he's, the he's, hand over the foot. Oh, yeah. Stop keep the blood. blood from, yep. Yep. Oh, yeah. He's got the foot on the head. Gun pointed. Hand in front. He's going to blow his brains out. But then the shop owner... Has a stinking shotgun and stops him. He stops him. And so you him. think this is a good Samaritan? Straight up. He's gonna, you know, save Marcellus. Marcellus is gonna say, I owe this guy a favor. But no. <laughs> this guy, he they they just go to the Twilight Zone. And they even they do the Twilight Zone music at the end of this chapter. Went into the Twilight Zone, yes, dude. 
I love that. I didn't even think about the Twilight Zone music. It, they're in the Twilight Zone. They are. It is. Now they're off the streets, and they're in hell. They are in another dimension. Watching this film for the first time, I was 14, 15 years old. It's very Listen, confusing. I'm a late, I was a late bloomer. I'm, I was a late, I, I, I didn't like girls for, like, I mean, I'm saying, like, I didn't, that puberty thing was late for me. I was probably, like, 14. Like, it starts before then, but I mean, like, so, like, ch- chasing after them. Like, it did, I was a late bloomer, dude. I think you were probably more, you were in it before I was. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh. That shop, you know, it's a Confederate flag on the wall, dude. Oh, yeah. It is Redneck City. It's a pawn shop, so there's all kinds of toys in there. They wake up in this basement. I don't know what because they're, they're ball gags. I don't know what ball gag is, <laughs> but they're both just like. Drooling, I mean, I wasn't as advanced. Um, drooling, gross, tied up. bloody, bloody. hurting, and he calls Zed and says, Zed. "Spider cut a fly." Yep, and Zed comes. And he's like, so a cop walks in. A cop. I thought, okay, they're, but it doesn't. It doesn't it, every moment goes f- d- further, further into darkness. I- yeah. You think, okay, cops gonna arrest him? Nope. He's like, this one's <laughs> trying to kill that one. He's like, dropping end bombs. He goes, get the gimp. Gimp's asleep. Wake, Wake him up. And I'm like, what is a gimp? <laughs> and they open this little box and pull a man out covered in leather. And I'm sitting there going. A man in a trunk with a zipper mouth who's all who lives up. in there. And I'm watching, I'm like, I'm like I don't know much, <laughs> but this is bad. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know much, but I don't ever want to see a gimp. <laughs> Never. I don't want to see a gimp, dude. I don't know much, but they're in a bad, they're, they're in danger. They're, they're in danger, and this is, this is worse than a gun. Something yes. bad is happening. I don't know much, but he. <laughs> like I'm like, Woo-hee. I'm a kid. I'm I'm 14 and watches in the theater. I don't know how I got. I don't know how I got the R-rated theater. I don't know how I got in. Because it was water for dollar show, dude. <laughs> it was a you dollar, go dollar show. Dollar fifty. You go into the movies. Just <laughs> <laughs> let you in. Ah, oh, he's 18. Yeah. You know, you're not uh, drinking, are you? Go ahead, <laughs> <laughs> dude. And I'm watching. And you're right, dude. When the, he pulls the gimp down with a chain and just, puts his, just just doing the hand tip on his head on the leather. Yep. Ooh, it's that is. Quentin captures sounds. He does the, he the really key. Does. The the, cl- the 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 hand, oh. dude, and he does the and brings him back room, and I realize this is bad. Which one goes first? And I don't. I'm, I'm, the eeny meeny miny mo is, dude. And they're just looking at each other. Because they're just like, what? The <laughs> both what? I what I- this is the first time they're both like, yo, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't hate you right now. <laughs> what is happening? Like, yo, get out of here. here like, we're both in real trouble. <laughs> dude, they're not. Like, whatever happened in the. No. Marcellus Wallace has no. Influence. He has no power. He's Nothing. They're both looking at each other like, "Yo, dude, <laughs> we we are in an alternate universe, and we gotta get out of here. We gotta get out, Holmes. We get oh." And they drag that chair into that and close the door. Oh, they do eeny meeny miny mo, catch up by his toe, and then he's like meeny miny mo, and you're like, and it's at big rams, and the camera goes right on him. He's like. <laughs> it's crazy. He talking trash. Somebody's got the ball game. He's like, <laughs> you're just oh like. But here's the thing: you 
already know this is going to be insane, but you have no idea what's coming, dude. dude. Oh, 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 my gosh. These guys are apparently serial rapists. Yes. And they catch their people, and they probably rape them and kill them or make them I'm into a new sh- gimp. I'm sure they rape and kill them. Or break their minds and make them into a gimp. You just took this to a different level. <laughs> <laughs> they, 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 they capture someone. They, they are. This is a dark, illegal, nasty, horrible this thing. This is up there with running scared when she finds the pedophile. Yes, this is up there. This is something broken, dark, hidden. It's a horror movie. This is how it's a horror movie. Corpses. This is like, it, it, and and the thing is, you're feeling every emotion, and you're like, what would I be doing? What would I be? What would be going through my mind? Just like the movie, uh, what was the one that all the guys from Superbad made about when they all go to heaven, and people that don't go to heaven stay on Earth? I don't know this movie. And Danny McBride has got Channing oh, Tatum as the yeah gimp. yeah, and they're getting ready to eat that guy, and he, Danny McBride's like, oh yeah, this is really happening, and that's. Could you imagine what would be going through your head? You are living this with them. And if this... And because we don't know this world, and they don't know the world, they don't know the world either. They're just normal people. We're all together. We're all together. We're all in a common mind that what is happening? Now, let me tell you this. If they would have taken Bruce in first, and, and Marcellus Wallace got away, he would have left. Because he, he was going to kill Bruce. So they drag Marcellus in the room. Close the door. The music starts. What's the song? I don't know. It, it, I got the horns in my head. I yes. I don't know what song it is, but it's wild. And I will they, never and hear they, that and, song. And, and, they, and Bruce. So now the rodeo's on. <laughs> it's And Bruce gets free. He's, he's, and the gimp is supposed to be keeping an eye on Bruce, but the gimp's tied up. And he's, he's, he's leathered he's not, up. And he's, he doesn't seem like a, a whole person. He's no, no, he's not. Seems something's wrong with him. Like They got the music going. You don't know what's going on in there yet, but something's not right. You're hearing, you're hearing Marcella screaming. Bruce. The sounds are horrible. The, oh, my gosh. Bruce gets untied. And then the music going, now it, Bruce stands up. And you're like, oh, That moment oh, is, man. we're going to stop right here. We're going to stop right there. We're going to raise this right now. This is right, we're going to raise this right, right or wrong. Okay. Okay. Listen. I'm about to get crazy in a second here. Oh, it's about to get wild. Listen, if you like the podcast, I want to say, you know, Pulp Fiction, this is a crazy movie. I, 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 can't, really talk about, but I can't really talk about it. I can't believe what we're getting ready to do. Okay, so if you like the podcast, it makes, it makes you laugh. It takes hour of your day, hour of your week. It makes you have a, like a laugh and love movies with us. Listen, go to patreon.com slash redrumthetre and give a buck a month to help make the show go, you know? We've had any new patrons in the last month or two. Would love to see you get on board and make the show go. Um, we've got our final... Oh, I, I didn't text you. I got the final artwork um, proofs in. we got to choose which one we want for the headband. Can't wait. And then we'll probably have it made before... Um, we'll, it's probably come out at, right around the new year. You know, probably come out right at the new year. But um, if you give a buck, you can vote for the movies we choose. If you give more than a buck, you get free cool stuff. You get swag. You get swag. Red rum gear every stinking few months. Well, every like three, four months. So listen, throw some money in the pot. Help us keep on doing this. I mean, it's, you guys pay for the podcast. You, you, you help get the, give us new tech. It's just been really awesome. So that also you can go to the Red Room 
Red Rum uh, T-shirt store at redrum.threadless.com. Uh, there's a Dang Gina T-shirt. There's the Red Rum Classic. And there's the Raised by Movies Rocky as a little kid on the stairs in Philadelphia shirt. All awesome shirts. So there's, there's Dang Gina, Raised by Movies, and there's the Red Rum Theater standard T-shirt. All that are available in, in two colors each. With that said... Let's go ahead and go to Raised Us Right. We're right there, so we'll start, start there. This movie was the idea that sometimes you must save your enemy. Mm-hmm. Bruce Willis gets up, smokes that gimp, and he's free. The gimp starts screaming, trying to get the attention of the other guys. But they're preoccupied. A little bit. Bruce is a pro boxer. So when he puts one on the gimp, it's lights out. Now the Gibbs hanging. Yes. The Gibb had a choker on. And he was tied to the pipes. Yeah. So he slams him in the face. The Gimp's out. Now the Gimp's hanging. He's out. Dead. So now he's dead. So he goes upstairs and he's going to leave. Listen, I'm watching this movie in theater. I remember saying. I remember saying, you can't leave. I'm like, you can't leave him. You can't leave him. This guy wants you dead. He's going to shoot you. This guy hate. You can't leave him. No. And you know what? This guy, you know if you leave, he's dead. This guy wants you dead. Even though this guy wants you dead. You can't leave you him in can't this. can't leave him there. Like, it's a weird, I can't believe Quentin made you feel this. Dude, and he, he, he it's weird. Like, you're like, this is my, this guy is, you, I mean, you have come to love Bruce. Mm-hmm. You love his gold watch. You love his pops. You're glad he's winning. You want him to beat Marcellus. Yes. And, but now you're like, you got to save him. You can't leave him in this. So right when he gets to the door. He's going to leave. And then Khan just hits him. Isn't the door open? Does he? He unlocks it and opens it. And you hear the, the bell. Yes. Then he closes it. And then he starts looking at, the, at what's on the shelves. That scene, the toys. First of all, when he grabbed the hammer, I I'm like, like this is going to be nasty. Mm-hmm. Then he sees the chainsaw. And you're like, it's even worse. Then. And then there's, there's a baseball bat, then chainsaw. Yep. Then he's. No, it's baseball bat. Is it hammer or baseball hammer, bat? baseball bat, chainsaw? chainsaw. Then he sees and he a pushed Kill it. Bill katana blade straight up, and you don't see it at first. I love that you just see him put the thing down, and he shows up there the the the, the blade, the samurai sword, <laughs> and he gets it, and he goes downstairs, and they're stinking. And you, dude, it is so slow. It is one of the most like. What's the word I'm looking for? It's just shocking. It's like it's completely shocking. It is so like I can't believe what I'm seeing. I like what you thought was happening. It's worse. So now Bruce is untied. He's got a katana blade. Opens the door. They don't see him because one is cheering on the cop, who is now raping Marcellus Wallace. And they got him tied up and they got him on like he's like leaning over something and Marcellus is I mean the noises are just the sound is horrible. This is a guy who's a powerful man. He's head of a gang. I mean he is a gangster. He speaks the world chain listens. Listen. The last one we said his wife was Odean. He tells the dealer this is Marcellus Wallace's wife and that guy craps his pants and he says yes i know who that is this guy is dude i've never dissected this like this 
Marcellus goes from excruciating pain, screaming, to seeing Bruce in the doorway with a knife or with a sword. Then he stops. He's still getting it, but they don't see him. The one, how does he turn around? He, the guy just turns. He, the just, guy just turns he, around. he realizes something's wrong. He turns, and Bruce. And Bruce slashes him. Like yeah, yeah. Chest one, one all the way down. Walks and the guy's like, and then he does the rear split douche while he's staring at Zed. Now Zed's like, oh my gosh, somebody found our Uh, secret. So now he's got a. I mean, I don't know any way better way to say this without being so brave. So, but he's got to pull out of Marcellus and try to find his gun. So now he's vulnerable. And his pants are down. Yeah. So is Marcellus. <laughs> so Bruce points the blade at him. Says, you want that gun? Go ahead and get it. And Zed's like, holy crap. And he's thinking about it. He's thinking about getting yeah, it. He's going to get it. He's a cop. He's yeah. a stinking cop. He's got power, but he has a dark secret and it's been exposed. His partner in crime is dead. His gimp is dead. Yep. So now Marcellus is out of the shot. But now he's getting himself together. He gets the shop owner's shotgun. Takes his, takes his ball gag out. Yep. Now he's a man again, but he is... I mean, I can't imagine what he's thinking. He's like, out of the way, Bruce. Or out of the way, out of the Butch. way Butch. Shoots the guy in his junk. He blows it off. You see it fly off. But he's not dead. He's far from dead. Now, Marcel's got the gun. Bruce is standing back because Bruce feels horrible for him because of what he just went through. But now that it's the, the world. Now they're on a level playing field. But now it's still like. Now they're like weirdly homeboys right now. Yes. Because they're, like, they're on the same team right now. And Bruce just go, Butch just goes, What now? What now? I'll tell you what now. Yeah, now. And this line. Is famous. This this dialogue has been used in mm-hmm. in, in songs. Dude, I got I got chills from this, dude. dude. He's like, I'll tell you what now. Now I'm gonna call some hard pipe hitting mm-hmm. to come down here to go to work. I'm Mister Soon to be spend the rest of his agonizing or the rest of his short life and agonizing pain rapist over here to, to go to work on him with some like, fires and a blowtorch. You hear that? Hear that, uh, hillbilly? We're going medieval on your aid. You ain't you ain't done, but damn sight. You you far from done, or whatever he says. And that dude's sitting there with no dang dang. But that you were, but we're, we're, going, we're going medieval on your A is a line that's oh yeah, now in our, it's in in the vernacular. It's in songs. Yes. Booster goes. I mean, I mean between us, like he's like I didn't want to know that. <laughs> I know that. Like, he I, says, "Oh, there is." Oh, he no, goes, "Oh, that what now? There, there is, is no, no us." And you're like, "Now, Bruce went from getting away to now he's cleared." It's crazy. Now he's cleared. There's no one hunting him. No one chasing him. And he, he says to him, "But keep this between me, you, and that soon to be." be Spend Living the rest, the rest of, sh- of his short life, life in agonizing pain, pain rapist over, over here. Because he's not going to tell the guys that came what happened. No. 
And if you ask me, I'll bet when Bruce leaves, Ving Rhames cuts his tongue out. Because nobody's going to know what No just one ever going to know what happened. That's weakness to Marcellus. But he tells him one point, which is why I get pissed at his girl. You lost your LA, LA privileges. privileges. Get out of here. Because he hasn't made the call yet to let everybody know right done looking for him. Right. So there's people looking for him still. So he's got the cop's keys. The big Z on him. The Zed. Z. And Zed pulled up on a chopper that says Grace. It's <laughs> oh <my laughs> a sweet bike, though. He walks out and the, the bike, he's, he looks at his keys, looks at the bike, and just, okay. <laughs> Man, I got, like, ugh, chills. I'm thinking about that scene. Zed's dead, baby. Zed's dead, baby. I've seen that line many times in my life. Oh, yeah. Whose bike is this? It's not a bike, baby. It's a chopper. <laughs> Whose chopper is this? <laughs> Poor girl. But I, I, I don't know why. But She's like, an infant. Here's the thing, though. He's telling her, get your stuff. I got my watch. We have to go. No, don't go. Don't grab anything. We have to go. Marcellus hasn't made a call yet. If people show up, find out where they they're They don't at, know. They're dead. We have to go. Get on this bike. And she has a meltdown. So now he is covered in blood, broken nose, been through the craziest day of his life, and he's got to baby her. It's crazy. I, that does annoy me because I'm like, go, <laughs> go. Get out of here. Um, he's got to find out how her day was while he was going through the craziest thing in the world. I'm not going to say anything else. No, because I'll get myself in trouble. Okay. But Zed's dead, baby. Zed's, Zed's dead. dead. Okay, raise this wrong. There's a sequence in this in this chapter. And the reason and we're going, knows the sequence we're going through well. this movie so cocoon <laughs> because this movie, I've seen it, I've seen it a dozen times or more. Oh this yeah, this movie affected the way I mean, it's 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 just got in early, and it 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 changed film. It helped us understand just how to tell stories with cameras. I mean, just those, those, those two shots, the samurai sword and the, the machine gun shot, those two shots are masterworks mm -hmm. in just building a little bit of tension, suspense. What does he see? What is it? It just, don't give it to me. Show me. Yes. Make me work for it. Yes. So well done. Raise this wrong. It gives me an unhealthy view of anger. Now, I've never had a healthy view of anger probably, but this, this no. made it. More like, oh, okay, <laughs> we're on the same team. <laughs> when he, you're right, he, he, they, they, he, he won the fight. He's going to get the money at the hotel. He takes a shower, gets a nap, get dressed to go to the train, can't find. And you see him looking at his luggage, and he's getting frustrated. More and more, like, as every second passes that he can't find the watch, he is getting pissed. And, dude, I hate that I'm like this. Oh, you are. I seen it earlier. What do you mean? For one second, you were pissed. When? When Angie couldn't find the keys. But it's a, <laughs> it's a, it's a subtle thing. You see I, it, though. I watch you have to pull it back. You have to consciously, okay. You're right. I, it, I was like, just I'll get him. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> I'm just trying to move the truck. <laughs> You're right. It was in it. It was in yeah. me. It's but, that it, but, dude, I'm telling you, I'm the same way. When it hits... Later, I'm upset that it happened.
but he, when he realizes it's not there, and he's like, he's like, he's like, like we're well, not right here, and he's, he's, he seems getting mad. He's like, he's like, did you get it? And she's like, I got it. And he's like, he's like, well, I can't get that right here. Um, he's like, do you look through everything? He's like, I'm looking through, it. and he goes, just, tell, did you get it or not, dude? And she's like, she's like, no. And he just loses his mind. He grabs a TV and yeah, throws it like it's nothing. Like it's nothing. Yeah. It's so fast you barely register. He just threw a TV across the room. Mm. That's a big thing. Yeah, that, that breaks the wall. That It's just glass and plaster everywhere. And he's just like, mother effer. Do you realize how effing stupid you are? Dude, yeah. he, dude, he's, <laughs> he is crushing her life. And then... He just grabs oh, I it. I hate Nonner, dude. And now dude. we're like his poor girl. But then he dude. grabs it. He's yeah. like, it's not your fault. Like, and oh, dude, yeah. He doesn't mean any he of done, those words. He done revealed all the cards. I mean, it's he, over. It's too late now. It's not your fault. I did, you know what? I just got super excited because I realized there's, there's ham bone soup at home. Okay. <laughs> Anyways. So. That poor girl. Is that your fault? I didn't stress fault. to you. How important the watch was. I should have got it myself. Like it, 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 he's trying to like explain it. Now I'm gonna play devil's advocate here. You should have had it with you. He's at it, dude. I understand, but he had a bag with him. He had his jacket with but him. But you don't know how it's gonna play out. I understand this, but he should have packed his bag for the take instead of having her yeah. pack it for him. Yes. So devil's advocate says, "Listen, you're both at fault." But here. dude, he loses his mind. But here's the thing, though. And I don't think she, because he has to baby her so much, how is she supposed to know how important or how much danger they're in? Or how can you trust someone who is that fragile to do something right when you ask them to? <laughs> You're a dog, dude. Maybe. I'm trying to play devil's advocate here, dude. I'm I'm just, listen, here's, here's the bad part, though, is... Yes, that's that's and like I have lost it. And I've grabbed the stinking like, the. I feel it's almost in my mind this way. It's like a rope is like going and you're trying to grab it with your bare hand. It's, it's, it's ripped the skin, you. but you gotta grab it because yeah. it's gonna it's gonna burn everything down if you don't grab it. And you if you grab and I remember I've, I've grabbed like and I'm like and I've done it. It's not your fault, <laughs> like dude. I've done it. And dude, when and it shows him in the car driving, and he is losing his mind. Oh yeah, mind. He is. And that's where he should have lost his mind. Right. But he's just punching the steering wheel, dude, yelling at her, dude. He's not gonna be so stupid. I told him one thing. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude. The best is when your boy calls you to tell you about his wife, and you're just like, oof. <laughs> I'm glad you're telling me. Dude, dude, that's what I'm here for. It's, you can't <laughs> losing your mind is it's. I I lost my mind once. It's a joke between a good friend of mine. Ah, uh, it was um, it was my anniversary, dude. It's my anniversary. You dog. I was working down in. Uh, I was working in Fenton, at the Rock Church, and. Um, I, uh, I this is this I is, got a this story is too. this is pre this is early this is I think this is pre before, before this is uh, smartphones but I'm driving a, a bus drop some kids off at at a, at, a, at, a, at a, a, some place and I'm lost and I have no gas I gotta find gas before this bus runs out of gas I call I call Angie and she's a computer I'm like babe you gotta, you gotta find me a gas station that has diesel I'm in Flint and I don't know Flint yet I was I was looking at Waterford and I was in Flint. 
And I'm like, janky buses. And I'm like, Angie, you gotta find. And she's like, Well, I don't know where you're. I'm like, I'm on this road. She's like, Well, I don't know. I'm like, Angie, you you gotta find me a gas station. You gotta find me a station. Tell me where I am and how to get there. She goes, I I don't, I can't. And that's not my. It's it's not her fault because I'm not giving her. I'm not going north or south. Giving her nothing, and you're on the road. And And you're getting further from the places you're telling her you're at. You should have pulled over. It's all true. Turn the car. Turn the bus off so it's not. Using any more diesel? Listen, I, you're all you're, you're right. Okay, you're right. <laughs> well, I'm getting upset, and she <laughs> is getting frustrated. She, she she feels me getting frustrated, and and I'm out by Crossroads Village, you know, or not Crossroads Village, what? Yeah, Crossroads Village, right? Mm-hmm. And there's nothing out there. Like you're far from things. You're getting further away from anything. And so I left the kids off, and I go find gas before I come back for them. And uh, I I'm like I, I'll figure it out myself. I hang up the phone. And I lose my mind. Okay, you didn't do it in front of her. So but she good. felt the heat. And it's our anniversary. We're just going to dinner after, after work. You Dude, I'm are driving this church else. bus. If someone had been anywhere in the vicinity, if someone had been standing on the road, I'm driving by. You pulled a stinking Harry from Home Alone, didn't you? Red's a freaking. Dude, Dude I was screaming. Just. And you know, it's not at any. It's, who's it at? Nobody. It's just stupid crap. It's not, the gold watch isn't worth being mad about. I had, nothing, I, I had nothing really worth being mad at, but I was screaming. Like, like, and just saying insane nonsense things, dude. Just, dude, for a solid three minutes, screamed myself hoarse. Imagine three minutes of a tirade of fury. Three minutes is a long time. Three minutes yeah. is a long time. On your, of be- on your voice like that? Like, dude, he loses his mind. For what? Seven seconds in the movie? And that is horrifying. Mm-hmm. I'm a piece of crap, dude. Dude. What do you got? So I was dating this girl. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude. And a lot of stuff she did. Like, more than annoyed me, but hurt my feelings. Oh, dang. That's brutal. And But she just was... Very abrasive, said a lot of things that just, and I would never say anything. So I just kept it and kept it and kept it. It's not healthy, One dude. One night, she's like, we're going to go out with my friends. I've known them forever. This is one of my best friends. So we're going to go on and meet them at the bar and have some drinks. So we're sitting there, and I'm starting to get a little feeling good. She says a couple things. And I bring out everything that has pissed me off. Stuff that is embarrassing for her. I'm saying it right in front of this girl and her husband. Tony. And it is like... You're airing the laundry. And she's looking at me like, I cannot believe you just said that. Well, I can't believe that you said this about that dude and this. I mean, I was saying some like really secret, intimate things. That she's trusted with me. And it got to a point where she started crying and went to the bathroom. And I've never met these people. So now I'm at a table with her best friends. So the the wife's got to go with her in the bathroom. Husband's sitting there drinking with me and he's shaking his head. <laughs> oh my God. And he's like, and I just looked at him and I go, oh, she's breaking out with me. <laughs> I was like, this relationship's done. He goes, dude, I did the same thing. Me and my wife first met. I did the same thing. It was probably a little worse. You're fine. 
She broke up with me like two weeks later. <laughs> the next day, the next day, I had to go meet her dad. Oh, so my. we had to st- pull over on the way over there and talk and say, "Is this, is this how you feel?" And I'm like, "Listen, I got a little insecure, you know, this, this, this." I was lying through my teeth because, yeah, that's how I feel. You stinking B. Of course, you're the worst girlfriend I've ever had. I just wanted to go nuts, but I, I went nuts the night before, so I couldn't. It's not your fault. Not, you know what? Yeah, dropped gum when you fell on the window. <laughs> like it was, but I, I I shouldn't have done her like that. No, was... no dude. Oh my gosh, Tony. <laughs> oh shoot. Um, <laughs> dude, I don't know what to say now. <coughs> Listen, I've learned it's n- that's no way to let it. That's not how. That's not un- don't let anger. Like, I don't even know how to say it. I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go Jesus style on it. In your anger, do not sin. That's what he says. Like, just don't, in your anger, don't do evil. In okay. Your anger, <laughs> in your anger, don't wreck someone's life. Don't burn a friendship down. In your anger, just being angry. Listen, anger. do what every other red-blooded American does. Drink it away. <laughs> JK, JK. Rowling. Um. Simmons. High <laughs> <laughs> five, dude. That was awesome. Okay. All right, we're wrapping this okay, one up, dude. Let's wrap it's this. late. Okay. I got to work early. Okay. Next episode is uh, the three of Pulp Fiction called The Bonnie Bonnie, the Bonnie, Bonnie situation, situation, which is our favorite of the three chapters. My favorite, yeah, by far. Listen to the podcast. You can listen to us on the iTunes podcast store or on Spotify. We're getting mad love on Spotify. Nice. If, if, if you like the show, leave a review, especially on iTunes. That if that review helps us get in front of more people. Follow the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash redrumthetray. As always, I'm Ernesto. Okay. Before I sign off, I got to give one shout out. Shout it out. Shout it. Shout it out. Listen. Uh, now, tonight I seen a good friend of the podcast, Mr. Jordan Swanson. You have... Some of the most beautiful hair I've ever seen. Dude, he's a good-looking man. It, that's, a, that's a fine man right there. But, dude, I, last time I seen him, his hair was short. You keep doing your thing, homie. That hair is gorgeous. That's all I wanted to say. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Antonio Marino. And we'll see you next, next time at the Red Rum Theater. About my happiness But all that thought you're giving me Is conscience, I guess If I were walking in your shoes I wouldn't worry enough Are you and your friends Are worried about me I'm having lots of fun Counting flowers on the wall That don't bother me at all Playing solitaire till dawn With the deck of And watching Captain Kangaroo Now don't tell me I've nothing to do Last night I dressed in tails Pretending